Welcome back to another Cybersecurity Minute, a podcast production put on by Black Talent Security to keep you and your business cyber safe. Here are your hosts, Gary Salmon and Kelsey Currents. everyone. Welcome back to another podcast presented by Black Talent Security. I am your host, Kelsey Currents, and of course, the illustrious Gary Salmon, CEO of Black Talent Security. Today, we are thrilled and honored to have with us Terry Bradley, CEO of Terry Bradley Consulting, specializing in improving efficiencies, increasing your bottom line, and managing reimbursement for oral surgery practices nationwide. Terry, it's great to have you on with us. Thank you so much. Thank you so much for having me. I'm excited to be here today. Yeah, yeah. So today we wanted to go over, we've got, you know, a lot of top fives, and this will probably be a part one, part two podcast. Uh, top top five, top 10 um, best practices for managing your practice and how we can protect your practice as well. Obviously, there's a lot of crossover and a lot of good conversation and tips that come from both the cybersecurity space, um, but also the practice management. So I'll let you two uh, go ahead and take it from here and fill in our listeners. Sounds good. Well, Terry, why don't you kick it off? Let's hear oh, some great management tips. Some great <laughs> management tips. There are so many. My goodness, we could talk about this forever. But I'm going to start with some of the, the bigger ones and probably some of the biggest headaches that practices seems to have. Um, you know, when when clients reach out to me or doctors reach out, their, their frustration is either with insurance companies in the revenue cycle or it's with staff. You know, it's one or the other. So let's talk about the revenue cycle a little bit and working with insurance companies and see how um, how we can be a little bit better at that and some best practices for them to do with that. So the number one thing I would say that practices really need to make sure that they're up to date on and up to speed on is updating their medical, dental, and diagnosis codes every year. Every year, the um, CPT gets updated, ICD-10 gets updated, and CDT gets updated, and making sure that um, the up, the most current codes are not only in our software, but also in all the paper lying around the office. I was at a client's office last week and they I picked up a router slip and they had codes that had been deleted two years ago. My goodness, my goodness, talk about frustration when those claims get filled out. Yeah, Crazy. either get denied or they get underpaid, right? Right. If it's a deleted code, they just get denied. And then the office is standing there like, what do I do with this now? Exactly. Um, Take your code. What you do with it. It's funny how that works. I mean, not that much different than the cyber world, right? Practices aren't properly patching their computers, keeping their systems up to date. And then they wonder why they're having security issues in their environments, why they get hit by ransomware attacks. And sometimes it's as simple as having you know, the most recent version of, of Windows or the proper security patches applied or hardware patched with the proper drivers, things like that. So yeah, look, I think keeping up to date with your practice is important. And it's so easy to let that slip, right? The doctors and the administrators are so focused on, you know, patient care and running the practice, they forget mm -hmm. about some really important things that, you know, can help them generate more revenue and, and keep them safe. Absolutely, absolutely. Again, it's it's updating your software, um, but also all those other parts you talked about because that is so important for the safety of our practice. 
they work so hard in an oral surgery office. The, everyone is working so hard. To, so to see something um, as silly as having a wrong code in there is just frustrating for everybody for the, for the length of time it takes for that to come to light. But I can't even imagine what the frustration is for um, cybersecurity and potential ransomware. So I know um, along with my consulting side, I have a, a sister company, OMS Billing Solutions, and the, um, we work with Gary in the amount of work that we do to protect each and every one of our clients and to protect ourselves and all of their patients. Um, it's almost a full-time job, you know, keeping up with that because things are changing every day and we rely on you so much for help with that. Because I want to make sure that all of the practices we work with across the country are safe and secure in doing their best. So that's a great message I can take into clients' offices when I visit with them, kind of sharing my experiences, because I don't want to be lying awake at night wondering if someone clicked on something wrong that's now going to impact a lot of practices across the country. Absolutely. Yeah, it's, it's something that everyone needs to focus on for sure. Third-party risk, dealing with vendors, suppliers, you know, imaging companies, software companies, et cetera, if those companies aren't taking security seriously, they present tremendous risk to their clients. And most doctor's offices don't even know to even ask these types of questions. So point well taken. Absolutely, exactly. Terry. Exactly. So then, you know, once we have our, we have the most up-to-date codes and we're in a, a safe environment, the next thing to really for practices to do from the revenue cycle is to really take a look at your fee schedule. Take a look at your fee schedule for what you're charging internally, but also take a look at the fee schedules for what you're getting from reimbursement from some of these carriers. I know sometimes it gives you chest pain when you see how much you have to write off, but you have to sit there and really put on your business hat and make a good business decision to see if this is really still a good fit for you. Um, we, we are always, we have to toggle between working in the business and working on the business and reviewing your fee schedules and truly looking at the reimbursement that you're getting for the services you're providing can help you make good business decisions. And that's so important. Absolutely. I would say, Terry, that the closest thing that relates to what you're saying in our world, the cyber world, is probably a security risk assessment, right, where every year, a uh, practice, the doctors, administrators, et cetera, should be reviewing what they're doing in their practice and what are the potential impacts from a security perspective. You know, so one of the things that HIPAA talks about is conducting these security risk assessments. So the practice has a good understanding where they have risk and what things they can put in place to mitigate these risks. Uh, so, you know, once again, very important. And I feel like a lot of practices we talk to when you say, hey, have you done a security risk assessment or a cybersecurity assessment? 90% of them say, I don't even know what that is, right? Mm -hmm. So you have to be evaluating your business constantly and understanding where you're gonna have a problem so you can address that. Because no one no one likes to be on the receiving end of these cyber events um, where they you know, are shut down for weeks and then they're saying to themselves, wow, if I'd only known, uh, I would have probably done something differently. I would have taken more of a, a proactive approach and done these security risk assessments and these technical evaluations. So, I agree. I agree, Gary. And I think certainly the past few years has ever brought that to light even in a new way for us. With COVID, with so many people now working from home and offices struggling sometimes to have enough staff, we're seeing more and more staff maybe working on the accounts receivable from home. 
So now they're in their home environment and they have access to all this PHI. They're using their own home network, which maybe their kids are using too for some sort of Zoom class for school. And I don't know that a lot of practices or doctors think about, it sounded like a good business decision to let that happen, to let Mary work from home, working on the AR, but have they thought all the total exposure all the way through for them? Absolutely. Look, the, one of the biggest risks and one of the primary ways hackers break in is through remote access. So if you think about exactly what you said, this movement towards a remote workforce, maybe medium and large size businesses implemented proper security measures and correct technology to protect themselves. But most smaller organizations, i.e. OMS practices, probably didn't even give it a second thought. Right? They had their IT company come in, flip on some software and said, oh, Mary can work from home now, you guys are good. Doctor, the administrator doesn't know what questions to ask. They just assume because their IT vendor is doing it, it's safe. But hackers will scan the internet for these listening devices, which are these remote access uh, connections. And then once they find them, they'll start you know, chipping away at them until they get in. Right? Mm -hmm. So yeah, it's, it's all about evaluating your business and understanding risk and then making decisions based on this information and hopefully they're good business decisions. Yeah, agreed. Agreed. You know, um, like I mentioned, we do our we do our best to try and improve efficiencies and create more reimbursement for the practice. I want to make sure they're going to be able to keep that keep that money and not have to pay it off to some hackers for sure. So <laughs> having both of these in place is is key. Um, you know, once you you have all your insurance stuff in front of you and you've you've looked at your revenues, you know, it's okay to to reach out and ask questions to insurance companies. It's okay to call them and ask for an increase in reimbursement if it's not making good sense to you. Um, as the as business owners, we have to look at everything that way. Is this truly making sense to should we continue? And if I don't understand something, ask. I imagine you have the same thing all the time with your business. Like when you talked about security risk assessment, if someone doesn't know what it is, they should be asking. They should be asking the business owner related questions, not just yeah. signing up for like just again the easy insurance world not just signing up for MetLife because all your you know everyone else is in town you have to really look and see how that's really going to impact your practice absolutely yep make good business decisions right 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 part of making really good business decisions when we talk about revenue is really getting a clear understanding of where your money is when clients reach out to me they are um, oftentimes, again, having chest pain about how large their accounts receivable is, but they're unable to easily tell me where the money is. So I'm a big proponent of taking that accounts receivable, that big bucket of money, and truly breaking it down into categories so I know where the money's coming from. How much is related to outstanding claims for insurances we're in network with? How much is related to insurance claims we're out of network with that perhaps the patient got the check for? How much are we, how much of that bucket of money is related to patients who have a balance after insurance paid because maybe we got misinformation or gave the patient misinformation? All of these things are tools that we can use or doctors can use as business owners to improve efficiencies in their office and kind of tighten things up a bit. So the revenue cycle works faster and quicker and much more predictable. Similar to what you do at, at Black Talent, it's just tightening up things to make it yeah. easier and quicker for them. 
That's it's funny how you can make these connections, right? It's like, no. how, do we, how do we talk about revenue cycle and efficiency to cybersecurity? Like, it's not, it's not an easy, you know, not too, too, it's not easy to connect those two dots. But uh, yeah, look, I mean, I, I think you're exactly right, Terry. You know, if you look at some of the things we do with analyzing computers and firewalls and understanding, you know, where a, a practice can be vulnerable and then helping them understand the types of solutions that need to be put in place to fix those vulnerabilities, yeah, it's 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 highly effective, right? Uh, everyone worries about it, right? Everyone knows that they can become a victim of a cyber attack, and for you know, using your analogy, these chest pains, I think that everyone worries about it. Um, but you got to do something about it. I think that's that's the important thing because I've run businesses for a very long time, Terry. Uh, you and I have known one another for a very long time, and I think as business owners, it's easy to just push things aside, right? You just wake up. You continue down the same path that you've been going down, and then all of a sudden you turn around and you look at your business and you're like, oh my gosh, what the heck is going on here? How did I get to this bad place? And and I think the whole idea here is whether it's from a security perspective or a management perspective is how do you figure out a trajectory so you don't get to that place? Or if you are in that place, you know, to slam the brakes and make some drastic changes to your business so you don't find yourself in a you know really bad, precarious situation. Because I've worked with practices for my entire career, and all of a sudden you, you turn around and you see some of these practices that are barely able to keep their head above water, but years ago they were thriving. Mm -hmm. you know, so what what happened? And kind of see the same thing in a, from a security perspective. Hey, these folks used to have good IT, and you know the IT vendors don't understand really what's going on in the cyber world. The practice may not have kept up with best practices from a cyber perspective, and then their network's a disaster. Or they grew. Right, we see that too. They were single doctor, single provider with 12 computers, and now they have three or four locations with 60, 70. Some of our practices have hundreds of computers and they never kept up with IT and security. And, and that's that's a problem as well. Agreed. And it's you know, it's the more you were saying that, really looking at an accounts receivable cycle, my job is just like yours. I can go in and look at it at a really high level and see where the vulnerabilities are for that practice see where the holes are and help them patch it up. It may be that they didn't keep up with the game anymore. They stopped, they stopped, you know, understanding the rules as the rules change from year to year. They thought what was going to work, like you said, for a solo practice was going to work when they expanded to three or four doctors. It's a, it's a different mindset. And the insurance companies are playing a different game now. And we have to keep on top of it. And we have to keep on reinventing and really looking at things and control what we can control really the best advice I have for, for any practice is really truly taking a look at all of the systems in your offices, what's working, what's not, whatever is not working or not working to the, um, to the level that you want it to work, that's where we take the deep dive and really see what could we do differently and better to help you reach your vision or whatever that is. Yep. And it's not the same for every practice. It, it varies for every practice. Absolutely. And I get this this overwhelming feeling that a lot of people have, right? They see this big elephant, they think they have to eat the whole elephant, but what do they need to do? Just take little bites. And then bites. and then things start recovering pretty quickly. So agreed. 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 Absolutely. Absolutely. Well, thank you guys so, so much. Um, this was part one. One of the, the best things I've heard is 
how business owners can uh, control the things that they can control and really tighten up on their business. And that means business owners, you guys get to uh, get to know your business on a very intimate level um, and tighten things up. So Gary and Terry, thank you so, so much. And mm -hmm. I look forward to recording part two. Great, thank you. Thank you for having me.